Welcome, welcome all to our show. Two stone, uh, two paranoid stoners. My bad. Uh, you're here today with uh, your host Nico and uh, me, Sean. We uh, like to delve deep and go uh, off on conspiracy theories, and uh, yeah, just have a lot of fun and uh, talk stoner talk. <laughs> so, let's get started. The uh, elephant in the room, Nico. Coronavirus. Man, does this thing reek of conspiracy after conspiracy? Yeah, tell me about it. Trump, Trump is saying that the virus came from Wuhan, saying he's seen evidence as president that the virus was released uh, from from the uh, the Wuhan, uh, uh, you know, disease center where they study stuff there. Yeah, I mean, wasn't it? Uh... That's how it all started. I mean, back in December and January, I remember I was hearing about it and, you know, after seeing people being taken out of their homes and thrown into steel, uh, basically enclosures in the back of a truck, and I'm just screaming like, yeah, I was like, yeah, there's something going on over there and it doesn't look good. So yeah, dude, I prepped for that whole ordeal. Well, here, here's something that might be interesting. I don't know if you know yet, but they've analyzed the DNA of the coronavirus and the one they were working at Wuhan. And they have 96% of the exact same DNA, which is actually a lot. And the 4% that's different is the, uh, the 4% that has to mutate in order to make the jump from animals to humans to be able to adapt and attack our cells to, to fit in, you know, like a lock and key, how viruses operate. So they're saying that Wuhan was probably uh, messed around with this virus and it mutated or they forced it to mutate because they wanted it to mutate so they could study it and how it affects humans. And uh, then it got out or maybe even they released it. I mean, what, what do you think about when you hear that 96% of the same uh, DNA sequence for this virus in Wuhan? I mean, that's that's a lot, you got to admit. Yeah, I think we're like 93% ape DNA. Well, I mean, I <laughs> I think our, our nearest relative <laughs> is like the chimpanzee, and they share like 98% of our DNA. So, I mean, yeah, 2% is a big difference. But keep in mind, the, o- the only place this virus is different from the one they're working on Wuhan is the 4% that matters on who it can infect. So that's the part that you would obviously have to change or that would have to change or mutate in order to you know, allow it to infect humans as it has. And here's as if this uh, conspiracy theory isn't deep enough, man, it gets even deeper, right? So the very first week that this outbreak happened, uh, Wuhan, the Wuhan lab admitted that uh, they were ordered and complied in destroying all of their viable samples of the coronavirus. And they were saying it was a safety precaution to ensure that the virus didn't escape. Because uh, they, they maintain that it didn't escape. And the reason why is because they destroyed these samples. <laughs> so we don't even know the DNA of the actual samples they were working on. 
they could have been working on that exact same virus that mutated and jumped into humans. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. The, their actions kind of speak for what happened. It, you know, it, it kind of walks like a duck, talks like a duck. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and here's another tidbit for you, too. The first reported case that they tracked of coronavirus in, uh, in China was not from someone from the market. Those are like the next cases. So, but the very first case was not someone that was from the market at all. A scientist. <laughs> I'm not sure who it is. Um, I just know that they were not from the animal market. And then the cases that followed, you know, were from the animal market. So it was like, but then again, if you're going to make a cover-up, if it got released or something, you know, you would think you would want to infect the animal market because that's an easy out for you right there. Yeah. I mean, once it gets there, it's like game over. Pretty much. I mean, I, part of my mind says there's nothing China could have done to prevent this from happening uh, besides not having a facility that works on crazy virus. But I get it. You know, we got to explore viruses and stuff and understand how they work and like whatever. But it's not proving to be fruitful. It's causing chaos and destruction in our universe. And well, lives. but look at this. We we started a trade war with China, right? Right. <laughs> Trump yeah. did. Trump stepped on a lot of Chinese toes lately, and they are pissed off at us economically. And economically, right. who's gotten hit the hardest by coronavirus? The United yeah. States. So if, if the people that have the most to gain from that, which would be China... Because keep in mind, they're trying to establish themselves as the new uh, global reserve currency, uh, for so that basically all international trade occurs in, in the Chinese yuan. All right, <clears throat> so they want to knock America down economically. That way, they can say, look, because we we're right now we have the, the the global reserve currency, and that allows us to basically live a lifestyle that no other country can afford. That's why we're basically the richest nation per capita in many different ways. Um, you know, th there's a lot of European countries that have us beat out in the happiness index and quality of life, but as far as like uh, um, per capita wages, America is actually very high um, <clears throat> for how many people we have. We're a very large country, not a small one like Switzerland with only like you know three million people. <clears throat> oh man, I forgot the point I was going to make. Too much weed. <laughs> well. Uh... You know, from the very beginning when uh, China basically was like, oh, no, everything's good. We got it under control. Everything's good, you know. And them not sharing all the data that they've collected on the virus, trying to figure out vaccine on their research. They didn't share, want to share any of that stuff with anyone. And I, I feel like they, like, they knew they were, like, experimenting with this. And they're like, yeah, we're just see." They were like, hey guys, please try to make something, you know, from this and uh, just give me some results. I want to see something interesting. And they were like, I think they were like, oh yeah, if we can mess with viruses, we can make this ultimate virus that would take out half the population or some shit of their enemy. 
you know, and they can come up with the vaccine first, whatever. But like, all I'm saying is like, they knew they they were working on something that they weren't ready to release yet. You know. And well, maybe they were. I mean, look look at what it's done. It's wiped out the elderly. Who's the population that drains the finances of any country by using you know social services like retirement benefits, social security, and you know, all these things? It's the elderly. They're not working anymore. They're not paying taxes. They're a drain on the system. Maybe China wanted to, to kill off a bunch of their elderly and attack America and a bunch of other countries at the same time economically. I mean, <laughs> it's kind of far-fetched, but you got to uh, admit... I don't know if it's that far-fetched because I, was, I had those same thoughts too i feel like it's a little far-fetched but you know with with the way the evidence is leaning i can't rule it out as a possibility because there is tons of evidence to support this you know mm-hmm. I, I i completely agree it's 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 scary frightening i mean this guy is old himself the guy of china like the presidente of china <laughs> The dude uh, banned Winnie the Pooh because yeah. people were like... They would throw you in jail for saying that out loud in China. <laughs> You're not... It's literally a law. You cannot compare him to Winnie the Pooh. Bro, here's... Here, I have a crazy story about a friend of mine who... Okay, he moved to China on like, you know, one of those like, you can teach English in China kind of thing. Paid and like, it's good pay and all this and that. Well, he went over. He went over to China to teach English, and learn Chinese. And in that process, he met his wife. Now he's just he's now married. Right, like a month before all this happened, I I caught up with him. I haven't talked to him in like eight, ten years. He tells me he's married and he's thinking about having kids. And then like a month after we have this conversation, fucking chaos in China with the. The COVID. I've heard from him since. I hope he's all right. Man, you never know with the way the world is unfolding today. I mean, anything is possible. That's a scary thought. Yeah. I've I've (coughs) lost a member of my family. (coughs) Oh, from uh, COVID-19? Yeah? Were they Mm -hmm. on a ventilator? Yeah. See, now, here's the thing, all right? I have heard, Nico that uh the ventilators are what is killing people that yeah yeah right all right because here's the thing right there was a comedian like michael yo okay he caught it and uh, he went on joe rogan and talked about his experience right and when he was on there (coughs) he was basically a guinea pig right and they're testing like the 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 coral hydroxychloroquine and all this stuff on him seeing what worked and what didn't and nothing was working and they kept getting worse and worse and he you know it was very hard for him to breathe and uh, they were thinking about putting him on the ventilator, you know, because they were worried he was going to suffocate or asphyxiate to death. And the doctor, um, his doctor, uh, luckily, said, no, we cannot put him on the ventilator because if we do, his body will shut down because all the work of breathing is being done for it. And after time, it will stop working. It will just stop doing work. And it will just, the body will shut down. Like, this is a known thing that happens when people get on ventilators and stay on them too long. And, uh, <clears throat> yeah, he, he didn't go on the ventilator, and uh, he had a hard time breathing, but he recovered, and he lived. 
And he was on the ventilator? No, he did go on the ventilator. He did not. He did not. So, now here's my question, Nick. The latest reports are from New York. Is it, get this, 80? Hey. What is that yeah. noise? Uh, my AC, let me turn that off. Oh, wow. Nick, come on, man. Trying to, uh, to cool your, uh, your, your room down to Arctic cold? What is that? <laughs> okay, so, Nico, right. So, here's the latest numbers from New York, right? I want you to really take in these numbers, and uh, let's, let's try and, uh, you know, build an image from this. 88% of all people that went on a ventilator in New York City from COVID-19 died. Now, the purpose of the ventilator <clears throat> is supposed to take over breathing <clears throat> and to ensure that they always have a fresh breath of air going into their lungs so that they don't asphyxiate, right? Mm -hmm. But yet, 88% of the people that got, got pit on a ventilator died. And of the people that were over the age of 65, 98% of them died. Literally, almost every person over the age of 65 that went on a ventilator died. <coughs> this is, these are the facts. These are the numbers. This is admitted. <clears throat> so, so at the beginning of all the coronavirus outbreak in about February um, towards the end of February there was an article that came out on IEEE newsletter that was talking about the ventilators and how that they have a like when they first came about they had a 60% uh, death rate uh, 60% alone just going on the ventilator. That would explain a lot. And then in 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 the recent years, they've knocked that down to about 30% uh, death rate on the ventilators alone. So mix that in with COVID. Which is uh, already making it hard for them to breathe. Yeah. Uh, it's a technology that, you know, it's just not, it's still not, in my opinion, good enough to be used on people. I think we should, I mean, is there a way to make it more perfect? Can we, can we put some, uh, a lot of dough into making this thing actually work perfectly? Like, are we capable of doing that? I mean, what the fuck? I mean... Well, they're pretty advanced already. I mean, the amount of electronics and computers uh, that go into a modern ventilator, <clears throat> it's like they don't just, like, breathe for you. They, they assist your breath. You know what I mean? So they have to be able to, to measure when you're trying to breathe to resist the machine and then basically breathe with you. That way it minimizes damage done to your lung tissue. Yeah, I don't know if the ventilators that, you know, all those companies basically dropped everything that they were doing to make the ventilators. I don't think any of those companies took that into consideration to make it that advanced. <clears throat> yeah, so you're saying that maybe the problem is a lot of the ventilators aren't that good because they're made haphazardly at the last minute on a whim by companies like Tesla, like GM, you know? Well, I don't know enough information about it, but I don't think nobody talked about it. Nobody was like, oh, and by the way, you know that the problem we've been having with the lungs, uh, 
uh, overinflation or like like so like some of the things that I talked about is that the aviolas if they're if they're under too much pressure um, they will like explode and basically cause bleeding in the lungs and then Drown. Yeah, like the pressure difference. If the pressure gets to be too much or something, you'll you'll do damage to those alveolas, and they won't be able to process uh, oxygen anymore. Yeah. Yeah, and then you just yeah, fuck like. Uh... Well, to me, this is like the most hugest conspiracy I could even think of, man. Like I don't even have to be stoned to to delve into this one and for it to to make a lot of sense because, <clears throat> I mean it there's so many people that are dying from the ventilators and why why is this not being talked about by the media at all why why is no one being told that ventilators have a 30 percent death rate if they're used properly hey why did Cuomo and the other governor of Pennsylvania say hey let's put all positive COVID patients inside of a nursing home like it doesn't make fucking sense unless yeah. you're trying to murder people yeah how they're putting sick people back in the nursing homes well i think they might have nowhere for them to go dude you do not put them in an old folks home you fucking make a tent i don't know dude like or move the old people out of the old folks home like Take over a hotel. I don't know. Don't put them in with the vulnerable, the most vulnerable. Well, I mean, yeah, that's true. But they got to go somewhere, Nick. Where do they go, Nick? Where do they go? And then an effort of playing devil's advocate. The governor of Pennsylvania took her own mother out of the, the nursing home. That's definitely uh, shady. Basically saying, hey, I don't want my mom to, to, to get sick, but, you know, hey, let's do these decisions that, you know, probably get your mom sick and probably kill her because we're going to put her on a ventilator. And here's the other thing about the ventilator, too, right? <clears throat> We've been on lockdown for, what, four months now? I, I've been on lockdown about four months here in San Francisco. And um, let me tell you, <clears throat> the whole purpose of the lockdown was to, to, to taper the curve, right? To limit the curve, to basically limit the amount of people that were gonna be in the hospital any given time to maximize the amount of people that they could pit on ventilators. Because essentially that's the only thing they think they can do for them is if they have trouble breathing, stick them on a ventilator. <laughs> but if the ventilator has already got a 30% death rate just by being used properly, and Nick, let me, let me tell you something, all right? <clears throat> How many bullets are in a gun? Was it five or six, depending on the, 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 the gun? Let's go with five. If you have one bullet, one round, and a five uh, revolver you know, pistol, and you play Russian roulette with that, your odds of dying by playing Russian roulette are, uh, what's it, one in five? 20%. You have a 20% chance of dying by playing Russian roulette one round. <laughs> if you go on a ventilator, these numbers that you're saying, they're uh, at least 30%. That's worse than Russian roulette odds. Would you would you would you play Russian roulette if a doctor told you to? 
Like, here we go, uh, son. I have this uh, pistol, and I'm putting one uh, projectile bullet into it, and I'm going to spin the uh, cartridge, and I want you to put it to your head and uh, pull the trigger. All right, let's do some uh, medicine here. <laughs> oh, my God, my mind. It blew my mind right there. I know, right? Isn't that crazy? <clears throat> but okay, so the whole point is to uh, taper the curve and get as many people on ventilators as possible. <laughs> but the ventilators appear to be the biggest problem with COVID-19, is that if you go on a ventilator, you pretty much have almost a 90% chance of dying, like an 88% uh, chance, actual chance of dying from COVID-19 on this ventilator. So, all right. Now, let me ask you this. So, since we're going into the ventilators, do you think that the originators of this whole plan, all right, this whole conspiracy, was directly aimed at the ventilators and then they worked backwards? They were like, okay, ventilators, then a virus that we get from a bat, and that. I don't think it, they did it maliciously. I think what it was was they didn't know <clears throat> it's not something that's discussed the ventilators uh the ventilator manufacturers don't want to tell you that dirty secret and say hey look this is for last resorts only if you piss someone on this a healthy person on this ventilator there's a 30 percent chance they're going to die <laughs> so just imagine what you're going to be doing to a sick person but you know this ventilator is making them breathe if they can't breathe for themselves where they have a hundred percent chance of dying it's like, okay, I can understand the purpose of the ventilator then, but, you know, doctors need to be made aware of this. You know, doctors need to be made aware of how dangerous ventilators are if used properly, you know? This is insane. A 30% chance of dying if used properly. <laughs> That's <Yeah>. insane. <sighs> it's a technology that we need to perfect more and it's not I, I don't think it's it's ready to be used it just doesn't make sense using it I don't I don't like those those risks 30% risk is too high I mean maybe if like you were unable to breathe by yourself you know and it's like all right I'll, I'll roll the dice you know this three-sided die <laughs> where you know one of them is my death I mean that's that's Horrible odds, you know? Horrible odds. Yeah, I mean, you, have you seen that movie, uh, the um, Contagion? Have you seen that? The, I'm not Mad, sure. Mad? What is his name? Mad Damon. I, I've heard Matt Damon, so that was in, like, Team America, man. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Love that movie. Um, no, so Matt Damon's in that, and um, it's really good. I definitely suggest you see it, but his character, his wife and his kid die right in front of him, man, um, in a day. Uh, and it's like, if how they died is how sometimes I hear some stories, uh, in, in the news, like it just happened instantly and they didn't even go on a ventilator and they were just, they just died. 
That's in Hollywood, though. That's in a movie. <laughs> well, that's, those are the, that's the reports that I'm hearing, though, and yeah. happening. So, <laughs> that's uh, it's it's pretty uh, terrifying, man. And here's another terrifying statistic too to go along with. So we haven't had enough today so far already. So in New York, when they did the they, they first said, okay, we're definitely getting hit by COVID-19. We're gonna quarantine everybody. This is gonna happen. They uh, they they estimated uh, that 66% of New York uh, uh, self-quarantined, right? <coughs> This is really high numbers. This is a high number. Keep in mind all the essential people that have to go to work, you know, all the people that work at grocery stores, you know, it's a pretty large portion of the population. But 66% of the people still self-quarantined and they still are like the epicenter of this and they got hit harder than anybody and have more deaths uh, uh, probably because of these ventilators, you know? we've quarantined thinking that it was going to help us taper the curve and help us save lives. But in the end, all I think it's done is just basically pit more people on these death machines, these ventilators, and, and cause more death. Yeah. And now, yeah. check this out too, Nick. The CCD has stopped counting flu deaths. As of now, they're no longer counting flu deaths this year. I, I, I don't know uh, if you die of the flu. I don't know if they're just counting it as corona uh, uh, or what the deal is. But they have stopped counting flu deaths. What is going on with that? Mm. You don't know? It, so okay, so are you saying that they're counting them as something else then if they die from the flu? Well, it's been long established that if you go to a hospital with COVID nineteen, and let's say you die of a heart attack, you know you have a heart attack at the hospital and die there, your mm -hmm. cause of death will be listed as COVID nineteen, even though you died of a heart attack. Because they're trying to boost up the numbers for funding, some additional funding that they might be eligible for. Right. Oof. Yeah, that's, uh, you know, that's interesting. It's, so you think it, it's, it's for that and not... Do you so, think? I worry. <laughs> I, I see, I see. So basically, by the funding, they're basically saying, hey, look, if you report large numbers of this COVID, of people dying from this COVID-19 virus, you make those numbers large, you get money, and we get to take control over the country. Yeah. Be because we can't, we can't seize control and take power away from the people and force them into basically a self-quarantine or a house arrest as it's really basically what it is <laughs> unless we have a reason 
And if we have this disease, this virus, you know, oh, well, it's it's killing 5% of everyone who catches it. You know, 5% is a, a huge number. We have to, to quarantine and we have to seize all this power and the governors have to take all this power away from the people and, you know, give it back rationally whenever they deserve it, you know? <laughs> yeah. But the actual numbers... Uh, I think are lower. I think the actual number that they estimate, it's hard to tell right now because we don't know exactly how many people have caught it, okay? We know how many people we've tested and we know how many people have, you know, uh, hit positive for that test. But keep in mind, the antibody test isn't even that accurate. I think it has like a 30% error rate or something, or at least 20% error rate, depending on which one you're using. So there's a lot of people that are, are getting hit positive, uh, you know, for COVID-19 that really didn't even have it. They're getting counted or that maybe, you know, didn't get hit by it or you know, when they did have it. But <clears throat> the point is, though, we don't know exactly how many people have had it. But if we use uh, 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 what we estimate uh, how many people have had it, the, the death rate that they think what they think it is is like closer to like one percent maybe 1.4 percent which to, to keep in mind the flu the common flu is like already half a percent so this is like just barely not even one percent death rate higher than the common flu so so what um, why though? Why? And why? Why keep us locked in lockdown? Why keep it going if we know this information? Well, that's the question. What What is going on right now? You know, we have an election year coming on here. We're in the middle of an election. Um, maybe uh, they're trying to influence uh, you know the vote maybe the democrats are trying to uh, create shenanigans so they can blame it all on the republicans they're just basically trying to, to burn everything down and then say look the republicans are playing with fire again and uh, this is why we need to have a democratic president <clears throat> yeah so uh, i have a gun to my head who am i going to vote for Thing. You mean you you have a, a a gun to your head playing Russian roulette, or they put you on a ventilator? <laughs> no, they literally have a gun to my head, and they're like, "Vote for Democrat." And there's a big two big red buttons: one that says Republican, one that says Democrat, and me hmm. going like this and just sweating. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't even know. I almost would rather go on a ventilator than have to vote for, uh, you know, Biden or uh, or Trump, you know? <clears throat> I'm not particularly happy with either of those guys right now. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, both are creepy. Uh, Joe sniffs. Well, Joe yeah, yeah. <clears throat> grabs him, you know, I don't know, I, I think that's what he means, when I imagine him saying grab her by the, that's what I imagine. Yeah, I don't know, I mean. But Joe is just like. Yeah, yeah Joe's kind of creepy, he's got some, so he's got some boundary issues, 
and he might be a little rapey uh, according to these uh, latest testimony by you know Tara. You know, what if he was just like, what if he needed to floss his teeth real quick? You know, he just like grabbed one of her hairs and then, but it looked like he was sniffing. Like, I don't know, man. Haven't uh, haven't girls been shaving the bush for like a solid twenty years now? Whoa, I'm talking about him sniffing women's hairs. Oh, not flossing with vagina. <laughs> well, I was talking about him, you know, going all rapey on uh, on the Tara, uh, the Tara Reed. Yeah. Yep. What did he do? Like he like pushed her up against the wall. Yeah, and like finger banged her. And her mom called in to um, Larry King. Yeah. And those episodes are not on the streaming services or whatever company. Uh, <laughs> Tim Co- uh, Tim Cast. Uh, he's a the journalist that I follow, he he was saying he did this his whole story on how that it wasn't those episodes. That episode specifically was not on the online streaming service at all. It wasn't available. Hmm. But somebody had a recording of it elsewhere that he got, and he's like, "Dude, look, it's this lady calling in about uh, Joe Biden, pretty much, and." Those videos were taken down, like during I think like the Obama years. Well, wasn't uh, wasn't Biden uh, vice president when the event happened? I'm not even sure. Yeah, I'm not sure either. (laughs) I thought I thought he was uh, vice president when it happened. I was under the impression that it happened before he was vice president. It might have. It might have when he was like a senator or whatever. It did happen before, actually. Yeah, because the Larry King interview was like 1990s looking. So I, I got a. Uh, I'm putting you on a ventilator, Nick, right now, and you have to vote, or you're staying on the ventilator. Who are you gonna vote for? You gonna vote for Trump, or are you gonna vote for Biden? Uh, who do you want me to vote for? <laughs> Man, I think they're both bad decisions. It's uh, it's kind of like no matter who wins, America loses. You know. Yeah, I just don't want to die yet. Like, I mean, I had this crazy, um, like being isolated has really gotten me a little bonkers for sure. And I had this like vision of me dying, and I was like, I'm thirty something years old, and. I'm closer to death than I ever have in my life. Like, I am literally falling through space and time to my death now. Like, before I was, like, growing, and now it's like, you're you're now falling down this. You're not growing anymore, you know? You're, you're slowly decaying away. And, and I started thinking about, like, uh, yeah, you know, COVID, cancer, and I was just like, Man, what the fuck? What do I do? Where am I at? What? Kind of, I was kind of contemplating like, what's what's going on here? How do I make the best of the situation? Man, pick up a new hobby and master a new skill. You know? Yeah, 
Like, uh, didn't you pick up a new hobby, a new skill recently? Well, I started playing my guitar again. Uh, that's really about it, though. I, nice. I got too many hobbies already. Too yeah. many. <laughs> so. We can't be everything, ladies. Like, you know, I, I tried. I tried to be everything. I, I can skateboard. I'm a musician. I got a degree. Uh, I got it. They don't care, Nick. All they care about is how big your muscles are and how much money you're willing to spend on them. <laughs> how my muscles have become because of COVID. And yeah, you used but, to work out a lot, man. I remember. You used to be a little, little buffed, man. Yeah, dude. I'm a little fat, chubby motherfucker. <laughs> so but I, I, I am getting my shit together. I, I've been meditating. I've started doing yoga. And I'm feeling good. And I'm, the meditation is really good for the mind. And finding yourself again that's good man i've uh, been doing uh zen meditation uh for zen buddhism and uh i go to the temple man and they, they tell you just clear your mind and have like this routine it's supposed to help you clear your mind and uh it's great man it feels like you just disconnect from the world man from society you know for like half an hour however long you go under and uh, it feels very refreshing, you know, like a, like a vacation almost from the world. Just uh, emptying your mind. So many thoughts are just running around our minds to constantly weighing on our souls, every action we take and do. Yeah, there's also uh, there's other therapies like um, you can, if you meditate in like a uh, steam room or a... Um, what's the other one? There's like there's another one, not a, a sauna. A sauna. Yeah. Yeah, I want a sauna. <laughs> Do a sauna, but you can also. I heard this recently. Dr. Rhonda Patrick on the Joe Rogan show. She was saying that you can take these hot baths. Like if you take a really hot bath, uh, it acts. It does similar benefits as uh, um, a. Um, Sauna. Not as Boy. good though, Nick. I've uh, I, I lived in Germany and they had big on saunas over there, and uh, I go to the sauna every chance I got. It's my favorite thing to do over there. And uh, I tell you what, man, some of them were so hot I couldn't even open my eyes. Yeah, dude. Were they steam rooms? They were saunas. They, they were saunas. Steam rooms are. Steam rooms are like crazy. wet or something. Yeah, yeah. Saunas is like dry heat. Steam rooms is like wet heat. <laughs> Jesus, bro, that, oh my god, that burnt my eyes. I couldn't, it was so hot in the steam room. So I want to talk about Elon Musk. Nico. Elon Musk. (laughs) All right. He's been doing a lot of of stuff lately, man. A lot of people are uh, are saying um, that he's lost it. He's talking about he wants to give away all of his possessions, sell all of his houses, basically just rent out uh, some one-bedroom apartments, and uh, just live like a humble, humble person, and get ready for his time that he wants to eventually move to Mars. <laughs> yeah. You think he's actually going to do it? Think he's going to sell all this stuff and go to Mars like he claims? 
I don't know. Like, I didn't watch the full interview of him and Joe and him talking about that, but I did. I did see the snippet where he was just like, "Yeah, I'm just gonna sell everything." Yeah. I mean, just having a baby with a musician, first of all, and she seems like Grimes, the type that's like, yes, huh? Grimes, yes. Grimes. She's looking good too. Uh, I mean, yeah, she's, she's cute. She's a hottie, for sure. So Elon Musk has uh, with his Grimes. He had a kid, and uh, do you see what he named the kid? Yeah, I think it's awesome. Oh my lord, you can't even pronounce it. I love it. It's like A E X A twelve. Yeah. <laughs> you think that kid's gonna have a, a you know a identity crisis or identity issues growing up? I don't think so. Like everybody else has a real name, but me. I'd be like, son, listen, I gotta tell you something. All right, I can't tell anybody this, but you are the first of your kind. You are a new version of human being. I have genetically altered your genes to make you the most superior human being ever that ever existed. But it's up to you to do what's right with the given skills that you have. Uh huh. I gave your name, boy. Now the rest is up to you. <laughs> is, that, is that what you're saying? <laughs> Yeah, Elon, Elon Musk talk low. It's a um, it's a uh, placebo. So check this out. Elon Musk again uh, said, "Screw your order to uh, to lock down the state. I'm opening up my uh, I'm opening up my factory." Yeah. Good <laughs> No, they I'm shut it down. It. They shut it down again and almost arrested him. They did. Yeah. And then they, uh, they, they, they just went to phase two out here for opening up stuff. And I think he was in phase two. So I think he was allowed to open up. Uh, they, they put him in phase two because he was probably going to do it anyways. But no, he, he tried to open up early and they actually shut him down. The cops came down there and shut his, his uh, facility down. Wow. <clears throat> and Musk is, uh, Elon Musk is saying this is a fascist and a violation of the Constitution. You cannot pit everybody on house arrest. Yeah. Especially for a virus that only has like a 1% mortality rate. You know, when the flu is half a percent. This is, uh, this is insane. So what, are we going to start quarantine now and, and going to lockdown and shutting everything down every flu season from now on? <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, you know, a famous guy once said, "Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, well, a fool can't fool again." <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. This is uh, this is this is feeling like a gross overreach by the government. I have to say, you know, it an is, overreach of power. Is is I, I it's yeah it's it it rips my my heart in two because it's like uh i i see both ends of the perspective on the spectrum but i side with like 
opening shit back up. But, you know, at the same time, I know there's, like, this risk. And, you know, I'm just torn. Is there, though, really? You know, the average age of death of COVID-19 is older than the average age of death, period. (laughs) Like, the average age of people that are dying of COVID-19 is, like, 80-something. All right, and the average the average age of death is like seventy two. Yeah. So what are we really trying to to stop? You know, if, if we really want to quarantine people to save lives, shouldn't it be the elderly and let the rest of everyone else uh, live out their lives and and go to work and you know do what needs to be done to keep the economy rolling? I mean. Yeah. But, I mean, even, it's, it's a tough call. It really is a tough call. I mean, the whole isolation aspect of this whole thing is really psychologically um, tough. It's, it's, it's a game, it's not... There's definitely a guidance needed through getting through isolation, and uh, it can hurt people uh, in, in, you know, generating thoughts that might steer them to be more societal. There was a guy I heard um, recently. He, his kid, like, uh, he had. He was playing video games and he like threw his controller, got upset, whatever. You know, what do you call that when you like gamer rage or something? Yeah, rage quit. Rage quit, yeah. Basically, the kid was doing that, doing that behavior, broke his TV. His dad told him he had to save up his money to get a new one. And he like busted his ass for like two months, saved up the money to buy a, a new TV, got it. First day he had it. Uh, and he was like a week away from his birthday. He did it again, breaks it, and he was so distraught about it and embarrassed and everything and all that. He like he was enraged. So I guess I don't know what happened to the kid, but all I know is that his dad said like he didn't detail like what the kid did, but I'm guessing he like tried to hang himself or something, but he said there was blood coming out of his mouth, so I don't... Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's weird. That sounds horrible. But they were saying it was because of the isolation, him not being able to see his friends, to let out all the... Um, uh, it sounds like he has some issues. <clears throat> I mean, you don't, you don't act out like that even as a kid unless you've got some issues, an unhappy life at home, something going on, you know? Yeah. Well, um, a little bit of parental abuse, something. Possibly there's some this something going on in the background that I, I cannot be perceived based off what the information is being given. But I did see the father; he was talking through the whole thing, and I don't know. I couldn't get enough, you know detail out of the guy and his behavior and how he holds himself to be able to assess whether or not he hits his kids or abuses them or anything. So, 
Yeah. This is true. This is true. <clears throat> so, <clears throat> do you um, you you uh, do you keep up with the UFC at all? No, not so much. Do you? You're not a big UFC person. I love watching, but I am busy right now. <clears throat> well, uh, this just uh, was released. Uh, former UFC champ Michael Bisbing. Um, basically uh, said that he has saw a UFO. Now, he said this event happened a long time ago, like when he was a teenager. But he just now came out and talked about it. <laughs> and he's saying that um, he was uh, in his house, and uh, they were looking out of a, a, like a big bay window or something that was uh, over the neighbor's yard. And over the neighbor's house, a UFO... Um, basically just zoom by uh not too fast fast enough to get a good look at it and it was shooting out green fire out of the back <clears throat> and he had a witness too uh there was uh, his buddy his friend was uh saw it with him wow what a sight to see huh yeah and uh it was pure luck they both happened to see it at the same time because i guess it didn't make any noise but uh, like, what do you what do you take on that, man? What do you take on that? Green fire coming out of the back. That must be some kind of exhaust for fuel. Well, it's some sort of energy that you know is going on there. But I don't think it's fire or exhaust per se. I think it's more uh, some some new technology that's light based like a holographic technology or, you know, uh, some beam technology where they're doing something that we don't fully comprehend or understand because, you know, we, we, they don't tell us anything. <laughs> the aliens don't speak to us very often, unfortunately. We're yeah, like ants. Even that awesome, cool <clears throat> technology that would allow us to fly to the... No, that's not going to happen. We're, we're ants in an ant farm that they're running... And, uh, you know, how many kids uh, talk to the ants in their ant farm? You know what I mean? How many kids, you know, care enough about the ants in their ant farm to, to single-handedly try and improve their lives or give them something or do something for them? They don't. Kids in their ant farms, man, they just let it go. See what, see what happens. It's all entertainment. It's all for fun. <clears throat> or a science project. I had an ant farm when I was a kid. I did too. Most of us did. Most of those kids like to play God with the uh, lesser creatures. <laughs> so, so check this out too. Uh, another UFC fighter uh, recently just came out and uh, talked about uh, a UFO experience he had as well. Uh, another former UFC champ, uh, arguably uh, the GOAT, one of the greatest UFC uh, fighters of all time, George St. Pierre, <clears throat> was saying that... Um, <coughs> He was in a car, and they were uh, driving on the highway. Uh, I believe it was in Arizona, he said. And um, <clears throat> said they were uh, just happened to look up at the sky, and uh, they saw a UFO there in the sky just hovering. And like there was uh, him and four other fighters in the, in the car, in the vehicle. And they, uh, they all saw it, and all agreed it was a UFO. But they did not want to talk about it afterwards. <laughs> they they were pretty freaked out about it. And this was where? Uh, in a car, 
they're driving a highway, I think Arizona. I think I saw a UFO in Arizona. Dude, Arizona actually gets a lot of sightings, man. Like, what did you see? Tell us your story, Nikio. Alright, so this is the only story that I have that I feel an affirmation that it was real. And what I saw is what I'm about to describe. So, I was leaving Colorado. No, Arizona. Grand Canyon. I just spent like a week out in Grand Canyon. Living in my van. And, uh, oh, God, night skies at the Grand Canyon. Holy shit. I can only imagine. Do, if you ever go, they have night tours, and they have a, the, the tour guide will have a laser and will point it everywhere, and it's really cool. You see the stars. It's, just, it's great. You got to do it. So I left that, and I took the back long way. I didn't want to take the highway. I wanted to take the back roads. I did I felt like there was something calling calling my spirit out into the spiritual land. So I saw some Native Americans selling stuff on the side of the road. I stopped at all, most of them, um, if they were like unique. Because I, I got some buffalo jerky and um, other cool little stuff. So as I'm driving out of Arizona, there's this part where there's like it looks like there's just road like that just has all these like mountains that look like hands coming out of that and there was like a part where i could see where it was like they were coming up and there was like a little trail that you could ride your motorcycle through so i like i love that and so like i got out to just stare at it and just like take some photos i had photos dude and they're gone. I don't know where they are. What, what so, do you mean? You misplaced them or something? Or someone took them? Dude, so like, I don't know what happened, but like, all those photos from that trip from the Grand Canyon are missing. That's convenient. Those are the ones that have the UFO. Well, no, I didn't capture it. I, I saw it as I, so I had, um, I had gotten on top of my van. I'm looking outside, I'm seeing it, and I'm just kind of like staring, and I'm imagining that I'm on a motorcycle, a dirt bike, and I'm like driving through there, and I'm seeing this crazy beautiful waterfall, and like hot naked chicks everywhere, and it was just heaven. Um, But I didn't, you know, I woke up, and like all I could see in the distance was this like silver disc. It was like like almost kind of like a silver balloon, but it did have somewhat of a disc shape to it, and it was very bright out. And I I was very like, you know, when you see chrome and sunlight, like really bright sunlight. Yeah. Oh yeah. So that's what I saw in the distance, and I would say it was like the size of like my thumb, I guess. That's pretty big. So it was but a it big craft. So how big yeah. do you estimate it was? So I would estimate that it was at, um, let's see, uh, it was at a uh, 15 degree, no, I would say 10 degree angle, 10 degrees in the uh, azimuth, or that would be 90 minus 10, so it would be 80 degrees azimuth, 
So how big? A football field? Two football fields? Three football fields? Three? You think it was yeah. three football fields? That's three? huge, dude. Four? Imagine how many butt probes they could have stashed on that ship. It was going up, dude. It was just going straight up. It was like... Just rising up, huh? And I was like, I was like, whoa, 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 let me get my camera. And I'm like trying to stay on it and, and get my camera app open. And I'm like, I don't want to turn away. And as I turn away to go turn it on, I go look back up. It's fucking gone. It's gone. Should took a picture anyways, man. I might have just had like some cloak. I did. I took some photos. But... There's nothing there, huh? I, I, well, I can't find them. They disappeared, I think. So, the, the X-Files had uh, an episode where people on an airplane were abducted. All of them were abducted. They said that the aliens froze time. Froze time. Oh, X-Files? Yeah. So that's just a TV show, though. Yeah, but, I mean, some of the shit they talked about... No, no, the aliens definitely can freeze high. There's a there's a place I think in like Rachel Africa or somewhere where the some kids were uh, abducted on the um, playgrounds by or they weren't abducted they were visited, and uh, that was one of the things they said is that the the air was crackling all around and we're talking like a hundred kids. This is not like three or four kids. We're talking like a hundred kids were at this playground and saw these aliens. And only um, a few of the students actually, you know, made like actual contact with the aliens where they were actually like face to face in front of them. But every student that saw the alien froze like they couldn't move, like their abilities to move had been taken away from them. And they, they said that it felt like it took forever, like 15 minutes. But the teachers said that from the time that they heard uh, uh, a ruckus going on and all the kids started running back was just a few moments. So it's almost like they were able to extend a few moments to like 15 moments to do whatever they needed to do. Wow. And it's like time dilation. It's not time travel. It's time dilation, which we know is true. We know we've confirmed this. We can do time dilation. We can get on an airplane and fly around the world and measure the amount of time dilation we've induced upon ourselves in reference to a clock that's on the ground. Like this is known technology. This is known fact. <laughs> but the aliens can somehow trigger it, you know, whenever they want in a field of some sort. Yeah, that is a, a wild um, uh, statement to say about these extraterrestrials. Dude, man, if you read it, we're going to have to do a deep dive into the uh, the Rachel uh, Africa thing. It's like this this small community in Africa that was basically, uh, uh, like, I think, uh, um, what are the people, the Christians that go over and try and preach their religion to Africans? Yeah, I think it was like a, a town set up by missionaries or something, hence the uh, the American name. And there was a lot of American, you know, kids there that were, you know, kids of missionaries that were out there doing their business. And so um, <laughs> a lot, all the kids there were actually American. 
uh, not all the kids at the school, but all the ones who made contact conveniently were American, hence they spoke English. But um, yeah, it's pretty, pretty wild. That's one of the more radical times, because I mean, a UFO landed in broad daylight. This is broad daylight in front of like a hundred people. Granted, they were all kids, but they all had the same story. Kids with the same story. What are the odds of that? You know what I mean? No, no, I believe, I believe all children. Believe all women, believe all children. I don't know if I believe all children, but when, when all children are telling me, I believe it's harder for children to successfully pull off a lie than it is for adults. I do definitely believe this. So I believe that, you know, if you have a bunch of adults trying to get to the bottom of something and you got a bunch of kids that aren't cracking and they keep saying the same thing, odds are it's true because kids don't, you know, they're not that good at lying yet. <laughs> so it's about that time of the show, Nick. I want to uh, send you some recent submissions on uh, UFOs. So you can take a look at some of these images. I'm sending them to you now. Just <coughs> give your uh, take on some of these. This uh, this picture is like obviously somewhere out in the farmland. You can see some tractors uh, sitting by, and it looks like three UFOs um, in motion in this picture, uh, uh, just above the trees, off in the, the distance. What do you think? You think are those UFOs, or you think those could just be three birds flying in a low formation? <laughs> they do look pretty big for birds, I'll tell you that. Huh. You see the picture? Yeah. I mean, videos, video is better. This is I mean, true. I don't know if this is next to the tractor... Or you're not convinced. But I mean, it's in a triangular form, so that is interesting. All right, Nick, what do you think about this one? This is a UFO that someone uh, says they captured over their house. This one looks a. Uh, once again, this one, I'm not entirely sure if this is uh, not just a large bird. Or an actual UFO, it, it could be either or. It's it's one of those, you know, where it's like it's large enough you can actually see the outline of the object. It's not just a dot in the sky, but the outline uh, looks similarly, almost like a bird flapping its wings, you know. Are you looking at it? See yeah. the guy been right. circling with a red dot over this guy's house. What's your take? I mean, that's not good enough. I can't consider this anything as as, as anything close to being evidence. But wow, if you don't like that, you're definitely not gonna like this one. This one's in a cloudy sky. This one, I think, looks legit. The most legit of any of them, even though you can't see the outline. It's, it's in a cloudy sky, so you know the image, and those are low clouds, those are rain clouds. So you know that that thing is flying lower than the clouds, which is probably like 12,000 feet. <laughs> so it's low enough that it's big enough, you can, uh, you can get a view of its size, 
and it looks you know fairly large uh, at least uh, as large as an airplane but it has no wings so that one uh, to me looks very very uh, it looks like an alien man it, lo it looks like a UFO it looks like a speck in the sky Yep. Here's another one. This one, I, I personally, I mean, what's your take on this one? It's uh, apparently the the bright glowing object in the middle of the uh, the picture. Um, I want to see if you see what I see here. It looks like the moon to me. I know, right? That's the moon. It's a beautiful picture of someone's yard and, and the, the sky and the backlit, but to me, that's the moon. You can even see it's not even fully full. You can see the part of the moon that's, uh, that's darkened out. So, yeah, video is much more preferred. What about this one? This is the last picture right here. You can see it in the uh, the left side uh, over the trees. It looks like a uh, almost like a uh, cigar shape that you know, which is uh, apparently a popular shape for a lot of low flying uh, UFOs cruising over like you know rural areas. Yeah, it could also be someone throwing a stick. You're right. Um, the picture it's very black in color and also you got the uh, the sun blaring uh, uh, there darkening the contrast <laughs> alright Nick yeah, this is the last like, one like okay here's my thing it's it's really black so that means that it's in the shadow of, about quarter to five of and the you know of it's more so in the shadow, which means that it's closer to the person that's taking the photo, which means they most likely threw a stick and took a photo. You know, it could be. It does look a little bit too long uh, for a cylinder shape oh. to be functional. But they took the photo in their car. Could have had an extra person, man. If you're going to fake something, usually it takes more than one person to fake it. Dude, just fucking take video, people. Jesus Christ. Well, the last one I sent you is a video of an alien walking outside in someone's yard. Oh, yeah. I love stuff that. Oh, Jesus, dude. This is... <laughs> the the La Junta why, why alien. Do why do you send in, me to these sites? In with Colorado. This was taken in Colorado, Nick, in La Junta. Send me a YouTube link of it. You can't you can't load it? No. I don't I don't like going to those websites, man. They're the fucked up, man. Oh, don't be scared. I'm thinking this one is fake though. For the main reason at the very beginning if you look at it as soon as the alien right before the alien comes in, you can see a shadow of what looks like a door opening. And then the outside light casting a shadow on the door as it opens and closes on, onto the fence. And then the alien walks out. So it basically looks like it's walking out of someone's house. And it does look pretty creepy. I mean, it looks like, uh, it looks, 
almost like a puppet, From but Colorado. it does these movements that definitely no puppet can do. So it makes you wonder, you know, what is this thing that's coming out of this person's house? What is this? Dude, that is a woman's child walking outside. You think that looks like a child? Yeah. I know it is a child. How lady, do you know, the Nick? Lady, the lady blew up the whole situation to, uh... To get likes? Like, she knew it was her kid, first of all. And then she... Um... <clears throat> well, if that's a kid, that is a very skinny kid, and they definitely have some sort of, like, hat on or some face mask or they're they're wearing some bodysuit to make them look more like an alien you know what i mean yeah but if they're just messing around you would think they could i mean they could have easily gotten a costume some kid some uh seven-year-old kid been thrown in an alien costume and then told just to to walk outside you know uh it does look like that kind of a little bit it, it definitely looks creepy and spooky but you're right. It's it, it, it the door opening and closing is too much. Like the door, it, it, there's a door. This thing is clearly walking out of someone's house. How is that an alien? What would an alien be doing walking out of your front door? <laughs> Picture this: you are an extraterrestrial from another planet, figured out how to travel through space and time to reach another planet, and the first thing you want to do is go into Suzanne Tardshart's house and uh, sneak a cookie. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta admit, that does sound pretty suspect. Alright, well, I think we've debunked most of these. Uh, and most of them are fake, unfortunately. You know, people submit stuff and they're just fooling around. Or they just took a picture of the, the what? Like the viral money. Uh, yeah, and then money. There's also money involved. People that fake it, you know. Get plays, but there's a lot of uh, faking it. There's also some real stuff out there too, man. There's definitely some real stuff. Uh, I think a couple of the pictures went over are definitely real. I don't. I don't know exactly how many of them, but I'd say some of them are definitely fake. Some of them are real. As a guy who's watched every episode of the X-Files, Star Trek, and Unsolved Mysteries, I can tell you when I see something fake. Uh-huh. <clears throat> well, I mean, I guess. it's You gotta look hard, though, man. But luckily, people always make a mistake, usually. Very rarely do they have the perfect fake. Yeah. All right, and on that note, I think we are going to end it for today, Nick. All righty. Thank awesome. you. Is there anything you'd like to say to our audience before we leave? Yeah. Um, check out some of the uh, musical, artistic uh, products, whatever you want to call it, uh, I have some music 
out there on YouTube land. <laughs> and if you could, check it out. Like it if you like it. Subscribe. Please subscribe. Uh, How do they find your music? How do they find it? So if you want to find it, it is at, uh, if you look up Nico to me, N I K O E U M I, you will find a bunch of, of <laughs> my uh, musical stuff. And uh, yeah, what it's like to live a dream of uh, being a musician. We'll have to get you to play some uh, some music next time or something. But all right, thank you for joining us, ladies and gentlemen, on our little uh, deep dive show here. Have a lovely evening. We will uh, hit you up hopefully the same time uh, next week. Good night.